Most of you have no foundation at all. Now, the trouble's with your attitude. Hold on, that was a funny joke. <laughs> I'm gonna throw that that keyboard against the against the wall. <laughs> Shut up and sit down. Last time on the show. This is a bummer because maybe we can talk about this again in another episode. But you know, we should have someone of color talk about this. And, and defend themselves and the entire race of people, you know. That's, I mean, that sounds very bad. That's, that's what Dan cut. <laughs> that, that's what he cut as the sounder for this show. Um, hi, everyone. Welcome to another rousing episode of Critical Mass. I have an erection, but that's beside the point. Um, the, the, the big thing is that Daniel... Um, is not here tonight. Dan, um, Dan has COVID. And um, for those of you that are fans, um, I, you know, that sucks being his co-host and one of his best friends. Um, it sucks because I wanted to be okay. Um, luckily, it's been pretty mild. Um, today, he said that he's, and I quote Dan, when he said, I've always heard the term. I feel like I got hit by a truck and I've always been like, whatever about it. But today, like I genuinely like feel like I've been hit by a vehicle and it is very, I'm in pain everywhere. I guess he had the chills last night. He couldn't get himself to temperature. Um, and today he's just in pain. He, he was in so much pain. He couldn't even make it to the show. And for those of you that know, Danny's very dedicated to our show. So for him not to be here, um, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. So there's a, just a ton of pressure on our guests today. All the pressure in the world that he is here. Um, he better not fuck this up is really uh, the, the main thing. But uh, I want to welcome Jake. Uh, he's here with us today from the Campfire Chats. And is it the Bull and Moose Tavern? Yes, the Bull, the Bull and Moose Tavern podcast. Yes, yes. Yes. So he is here with us and uh, we're excited about it. So tonight we're going to do a little critical mass by the campfire. You should be hearing that fire right now, crickly crackling sweetly and quietly in the background while Jake and I discuss our first segment. As always, what is going on in the world today? Um, I'd say the biggest thing I saw over the past couple days on social media is the quote unquote gas shortage that we're only having because of the toilet paper people uh, that <sighs> went and got all the toilet paper. And I seen some shit people filling out, filling up bags with gasoline. Jake, I'm looking at your face. What's going on? All right. So I've seen the pictures today around this. And, you know, the first one I saw was stupid but reasonable. It was an older couple filling tons of those five-gallon uh, things up that you know you fill your lawnmower with mm -hmm. which stupid but reasonable item to fill with gasoline sure and i saw someone that had like one of those 50 pound totes that you put like clothing into mm -hmm. when you no longer wear them filling one of those with gasoline and i go all right this is losing reasonability this is very stupid and you know the person's filling it on the ground like you're supposed to but then you have to lift that heavy tote of gasoline up into your car without spilling it everywhere then i started seeing the plastic bags yes. and i went what what how do you and this is all happening because some pipeline got hacked by the the Someone or something. The Russians. The Russians. Yes. So, uh, you know, it's it's always the Russians. Ooh. Always. Um, so uh, this is the thing that's bothering me. Uh, so, again, I saw those pictures, too. And my big thing with the bags is how do you plan on getting it from the bag into whatever you need to put it in? Like, they didn't think about that, clearly. Um, however, I see a lot of Facebook posts 
I see a lot of people that make comments in certain chats that I'm in, and they're like, well, you know, Trump's gone. We got Biden. Gas prices are going up, and we're going to have a shortage. So two things. Number one, this actually has nothing to do with Trump or Biden. Now, if you've listened to this show, you know for certain exactly how I feel about Trump. I honestly think he's a piece of shit that needs to be flushed. However, this has nothing to do with him. And the same thing goes for Joe Biden. This has nothing to do with, with him. There is a pipeline. There is a pipeline that didn't think that cybersecurity was important. They got hacked and they're using ransomware in order to give back control of their station. They must pay whatever it is they got to pay. Um, and that's what's going on. That's the long and short of it. Um, furthermore, though, you know, there's going to be no shortage. Prices will go up. But we're not going to run out of gas. We have plenty of gas here in the U.S. that we never even touch because we prefer it foreign. Am I wrong? Am I right there, Jake? I don't know if we prefer it foreign, but we do have tons of reserves of gas. We have a shit ton of gas down in Texas. And then, you know, we have tons of natural gas, which, of course, can't be used in cars from fracking. And it's not going to be the 70s again. It's not going to reach a point where if your last name begins with A through D, you can get gas on Monday. And if your last name begins with this letter through this letter, you can get. We're not going to reach there. Gas prices may go up, but I'm sorry. I, I used to drive a truck when I was younger and I was paying almost five dollars a gallon under Bush. It's yeah. still not that bad. And a president really doesn't have anything to do with gas prices other no. than speculative craziness. Always. If it gets down to emergency, they'll release the reserves of gasoline we have. We'll get them to the places they need to go. Mm -hmm. And for a while, yeah, we might see gas reach $354 a gallon again. It'll suck. Uh, there's a reason I don't drive a truck anymore. But on top of that, Gas prices normally go up during the summer anyways. Yes. So I yes. think it's the compound of the pipe getting hacked plus the gas prices going up for the warmer weather. Sure. It's making it seem exaggerated how much those gas prices are going up. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's just it's ridiculous. I need everyone to calm down. And in honor of Dan, I need everyone to get off the shit. Now, uh, <laughs> um, so that's the biggest thing I've seen um, I, a couple episodes ago or we or was it maybe the last? No, it was a couple episodes ago when Colin was on. We talked about uh, Caitlyn Jenner running for as a Republican in California, sending really mixed signals. Um, so that that was another thing. But we, we've already discussed that on the show. Um, I know that the Biden administration had turned over a lot of the Trump administration's um bans regarding the LGBTQ community. A lot of that got overturned this week, um, it, continuing their rights in terms of medical rights, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I always question this, Jake, because I, I don't understand how a group of people can just say that these certain people shouldn't have the same rights as everyone else. But then in the same breath, talk about how holy they are and family values that they are. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? I, I see what you're saying. And I think this actually potentially transitions to something I wanted to bring up. In yes, current events. please. And that is Liz Cheney. And the fact she got removed from her chair seat whatever in the republican party today so she is still a congressperson um but the gop pretty much kicked her out because well in the gop's words and kevin mccarthy's words um we're open to all different types of ideas and she was so close-minded or something along those lines and by close-minded he means she refused to go along with the conspiracy theory that the election was stolen 
So she can't be part of the GOP because she doesn't support God Emperor Trump. And, and to be, and when, I don't understand how people that can wave the red, white, and blue and sing the Star Spangled Banner can swear such fealty to a person when they should be giving their fealty to an idea to to a uh, an ideology if you will you know uh, our our buddy russ um on our on our finale i don't know if you listen to the finale our buddy russ is he's a historian he's an actual historian that's his job and he laughed and said do you remember when being a democrat or republican just meant that it was an argument over how taxes should be spent like that's what it was that's what it used to be and now there was such a clear division and one side is they don't care about the american flag they don't care about the american people they care about one man and that's scary it's a scary thing look at north korea look at russia look at these other communist countries I mean, they care about the American flag in that it is a symbol to hold up the ideals they pretend to hold. They also don't care about the American flag in so much that they're willing to bastardize it to make a black and white flag with a thin blue line on it and then not care when cops get killed in January 6th because those weren't the right cops, you know. Exactly. Uh, those cops weren't the ones we were talking about when we say cops' lives matter. Well, they were, they, and I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Uh, January sixth, it was blue lives brain matter all over the floor. <laughs> God, that, that's horrible. That it's what it was to them. All other times, it's blue lives matter. And for me, I think that the thin blue line flag is just for men that can no longer get an erection. And that's that's what they're looking at. And they're like, oh, you can get hard again. Oh, cops, come here, cops. Let me touch your penis. And that's I don't understand to swear such allegiance to your oppressors. Yeah, And I mean, I have multiple friends that are cops and I've always, you know, saddled that line of, you know, the people that are like a cab, all cops are bastards. I don't agree with that. But then there's bastardization around the flag and, you know, these symbols that they're adopting because they mean something and they can use them to support their cause. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, on my podcast, I talked with Chris a little bit about white supremacy and we talked about pop culture symbols mm -hmm. that white supremacists adopt to try to bring in more people. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing here with these mm -hmm. nationalist symbols like, oh, you care about our your country? We care about our country. Come join us. We're the country. We're the ones that care. Mm -hmm. And in response, they have that absolutely terrifying version of the uh, national anthem or the Pledge of Allegiance that you play at the beginning of this. Because I could just see a bunch of kids forced into a room to say the pledge in that creepy style. Well, yeah, and that's and that's another thing is the Pledge of Allegiance. I always thought was weird as a kid because we were taught in history that America isn't an, isn't like a dictatorship but you know we're singing a song to america every morning like it just seems weird like if you love your country and want to do the pledge get up and do the pledge buddy that's fine but if you don't want to do the pledge and you want to sit down then that should be fine too because isn't this supposed to be america it's america it's a freedom, but the freedom for only this person, not this person, a freedom that is only my freedom. That is the only freedom, not not their freedom, my freedom. But they and they don't even see it. They don't no. even see it. You bring it up to them and they no. no well, that's not true. No, they, what do you they mean? see it as we are so accepting of people. You know, we let in all these different ideals. Look, we have black republicans we have gay republicans uh you know i don't understand why you say we're racist sexist or anything like that and it's because at, they're all props in it's that all props. case it's all it's props. all props and don't get me wrong i shit on the democratic party they have their problems too sure they do 
I don't think it's to the same level that it's we're not. seeing within the GOP at this point. It's not. Um, it's not even close, and that's the scary no. thing. That's the scare. That to me, that scares me. How deranged the GOP like is now. And I, I was a conservative. I was a George W. conservative. Um, you Same know, here. I was a, I was a, um, Jesus Christ, uh, John McCain conservative. You know, but, Same here. But back then. The conservative party like had a meaning to it. I, and now, I can do you what? What go? I, I can do you one better on the whole conservative level there. Um, I was a daily Glenn Beck listener in high school and wrote Glenn Beck and listened to Michael Savage at night. Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, okay, that wasn't that bad. But I mean, you can you really converted? Holy moly! Oh, yeah. My dad used to listen to Rush in the car. Uh, Fox News was on in our house every day. Um, I mean, I definitely held those more conservative hey. views. Hey, hey, man, listen, when we talk about Rush on this show, OK, with his death, with his passing of this hero, we like to play a little somber music in his memory. So just we just need. Just a couple seconds, and then we'll get back to the show. All right, that's enough of that. Uh, Rush, we hope you're burning in hell. Anyway, um, so you were saying, so you were a Glenn Beck listener. You listened to Rush Limbaugh with your dad, and and now you've you have converted. You are very liberal now, which and you know you and I have had thousands of conversations. Obviously, I know where you stand, but for the listener and for Jake Stalkers, you've converted. Yes, yes, I am uh, definitely left leaning now. My views have quite changed on things. Um, I don't exactly agree with the Democratic Party, but to have a place to stand and be able to vote in primaries in New York, I am a registered Democrat, Same. but that is purely based around the two-party system that is implemented in America. I would not say that I am exactly a Democrat either. And, you know, I, I feel that way, too. Um, I, I am a registered Democrat just so I can vote in the primary. I was a registered conservative um, for a long time. I was a registered I was a registered Republican for a long time. Um, and, you know, again, it was just this I, these different ideals. But but life comes at you and, and changes you um, a lot. A lot. It's experience. A lot of experience. You know, when when you spend some time sleeping in your car because you don't have any place to go and you're and you're starving and you you realize that there's like things that you can go to to get food or a place to sleep and you are happy about these things and you don't think of yourself as a bad person and then you rebuild yourself and you end up you know having a nice home and everything like that and i thought to myself if these things didn't exist then I would be so fucked. And then you have a party that actively votes against helping people. And it is evidential. There is evidence to the fact that the Republican Party doesn't care about you, me, or even the people in their own party. So you convert and you change. And I did. Yeah, um, I believe that's true. They they sell a book of ideals that they do not buy into themselves. Yeah. Uh, they sell Bible and don't practice the teachings of the Bible. They sell the idea of the American dream and then don't practice the teachings of the American dream. Uh, they say they're accepting of everyone, but then they pass a bunch of laws that restrict people's uh, rights based on people that aren't like them. Mm -hmm. Oh, we'll accept you, but you know, we're not going to allow you to get married like we get married or or things like that because you're different. And I yeah. I'm confused by that and it scares me. Yeah. I I love my favorite is, "Oh, I love the gays. I just why do they got to get married for?" And it's just like 
Why do you got to get married for? Well, because I love someone. Well, then you've answered the goddamn question. I don't know what else to say. So your okay. love is the only valid love. Your husband beats and cheats on you constantly, which is typical of a conservative man. No offense. Actually, offense. Um, you know, it, it's just it's it's stupid. It's a it's stupid. Look, hear me out. Uh, you know, uh, oh, man, I, I can't I can't watch the gays get married because that seeing other people happy. I'm not happy. And what if I like dick? That'd be bad. Oh, everyone, Alex Jones is here. <laughs> <laughs> we hate you, Alex Jones. Um, yeah, yeah, we do. No, but uh, absolutely, absolutely. A abs and it's it's absolute craziness, if you ask me. Um, Jake, did you have anything else on your mind current event-wise before we go to break? I, I got... I, mean, I want to talk about the major current event. Go. But it could get dangerous. All right. I'm ready. Uh, Israel and Palestine. Okay, the I know they hate each other, but Have I don't you know. You've not what heard what's event. been going on? No. Oh, it was okay. I I don't have all the details, so consider me partially misinformed. But it was some major religious holiday yesterday in the Muslim world. It it till it. Oh man, I know what it is. Hang on, I'll pull it up. I have it on my calendar. And it autom don't I mean it automatically puts it there, but I like I find it interesting. Hang on, I'll tell you what it is. Um, no, it starts it starts today. I'd I'll well, so fitir. I'm saying that wrong. Maybe anyway. with time zones. Then this was happening yesterday. Maybe our time things maybe. like that. So there was some sort of attack on a, a Palestinian temple and videos started getting released from the temple and it showed a bunch of families pretty much huddling down as Israeli forces were shooting into the temple with I think non-lethal ammunition oh, and good. it since has gotten lethal where there's missiles firing back and forth and Israel's been kicking Palestinians out of their homes claiming historical land rights that it was you know my families in the time of King Solomon so this is my land, even though you've been living on it. So I'm going to displace you. And it's and it's getting bad. Like, I don't support what Israel's doing. Well, yeah, no. And I now Hamas is going to war kind of with Israel. And it, it is the startings of a full out war. Yeah, um, it's not there yet, but it is the start of a full out war. That sh this shit has been bubbling for years. Now, I didn't know about this specific situation, but and I'm not like a fucking historical professional when it comes to Israel and Palestine. But if I'm correct, and please correct me, and this is this for the listeners edification here, um, both the people of Israel and the people of Palestine feel that this area of Mesopotamia belongs to their ancestors. And because of that, they're always fighting over it. And Israel was created by the United States for displ the displaced Jewish community after World War II. Am um, I wrong? You, you've got pieces right. Okay, um, so I'll yes, take that. Is Israel and Palestine both think they own that land. Sure. Going back thousands and thousands of years. That land was Palestine, and there was Jewish settlements in that land. And the Palestinians were really not nice to the Jewish settlements in that land. Uh, World War II happened, the Holocaust happened, and the UN got formed out of that. And the UN decided to create a settlement in Palestine that, of Israel and give some of the land to Israel. And since then, every 10 to 15 years, Israel has been going on the offensive, taking more and more of Palestine's land and incorporating more of that into Israel. Now it's pretty much the opposite of the map it was before the UN stopped in, where it was a bunch of Palestine with small strips of his uh, Jewish settlements yeah. to now being all Israel with small strips of Palestinian settlements. Um, just quickly, since Monday 
at least 53 Palestinians have been killed. 14 of those are children and uh, about six Israelis have been killed in this skirmish. Um, it's just fucked, man. Those chil- the children did not choose to be born into the these cults that kill one another over a piece of land. Um, I feel bad for those children. I don't. I don't feel bad for the people, um, but I feel bad for the children that are caught in this senselessness, this violence um, over land when you know i mean just fucking give it up already jesus christ like oh maybe it is jesus's fault but anyway um <laughs> i mean it it isn't though because neither of those groups really believe in jesus this is true it's not really his fault in this case it's god's it's allah or uh yahweh's yeah yahweh that's right well yeah Anyway, um, we've definitely just lost our Israeli and Palestinian demographic, and and we have a huge following in in that area. Um, oh, so I shit. I'm I sorry. I'm okay. sorry I brought it up. I know you probably get money from like the Israelis to you know support them, and you're on the back end taking Palestinian money. I know you're taking it in both pockets. How do you think I afford this yacht, Jake? <laughs> It is a great 300-foot yacht on the Mediterranean that we, you are streaming from right now. Exactly. You're welcome, America. With that being said, we'll be right back after these messages. And when we come back, we're going to get intimate with Jake and talk about his podcasts. We'll be right back. Serenity now! Need more context on your favorite movie? Is Obama. Obama. As okay. Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is perfect this is quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. We are back. Thank you, everyone, for your patience. Um, I just took a very long urine and it felt wonderful. I want everyone to know. Um, today with us, we have Jake. He's from uh, two podcasts on the DFAT network. And if you're not listening to the DFAT network, you not only are you wrong, but you're stupid. Now, um, there are two podcasts on the DFAT network, uh, the Campfire Chats and the Bull and Moose Tavern. Um, these are two uh, podcasts that Jake hosts and was a, a portion of the creation of, or if not the complete creation of. Um, so I've been on the Campfire Chats. Yes. I had a blast. It was fun. Um, where did that come from? Where, like, the Campfire Chats? Like, what? Do, like, why do I give a shit? Like, where did that start? Well, let me start off by saying two things about your show. First of all, Please. I watched you pee. It was right on your computer screen. It was kind of disgusting that you did that uh, during the break. And second, I'm a little disappointed You're Dan's welcome. not here because I know. I know I told you about this, but when you told me he was a mailman, there is a Spose song called Fuck You, Mr. Mailman. <laughs> and I really wanted to just tell him about that song and make sure that he listens to it because it's about a guy singing about, look, I know the mailman's a nice dude, but you delivering me my backdated bills and shit. So fuck you. I like the UPS guy and the FedEx guy because what they deliver is shit I want, like my PlayStation and stuff like that. But you, you deliver me shit. And That's I feel funny. like him being here and sick and just shitting on his career choice more through that mailman song would have been mean but i kind of wanted to do it well what's great is dan i'm talking to you directly because i know you're going to listen to this episode um jake just shit all over your career and you better listen to that song what's that song again fuck you mr mailman by i suppose you know there you the, go uh i'm awesome guy from back in like what 2008 was it that song came out oh god well yeah dan you're listening i know you are so listen listen to that song and fuck you, Mr. Mailman. But I miss you so much. I miss your On face. On top of that, Dan, I really do hope you feel better. Um, you know, it sucks that you got COVID. Feel better, man. Yeah. You... All right. 
diseased COVID motherfucker. But anyway. So the campfire chats. Um, yes. It actually started off as a different podcast. I started a podcast pre-pandemic called The Mental Fogcast. And this mm. was um, when I was first diagnosed with anxiety. I remember this. And, um, I wasn't. I was having a hard time thinking because I wasn't on anxiety medication yet. And I was kind of feeling down and down about myself. So it was a way to hang out with friends and put something out there and kind of explore my anxiety at the time. Um, my buddy, who was kind of my co-host, he got busy with life. The show kind of faded. And then I relaunched the show as the Campfire Chats. And I wanted to rebrand partially because the Mental Fog cast, though I thought was a cool name, didn't really um, figure out where I was at the time. And I was rebranding in COVID times. And sure. at the time, all I wanted to do was sit around a campfire with friends, which was something we couldn't do. And yeah. I was like, oh, I'll have a digital campfire. And the whole concept of the show will be, you know, sitting around a campfire with your friends, shooting the shit. Uh, so part one, we would have a topic that we would shoot the shit on and try to stay mainly on topic. And then part two, I would do the thing that you would always do when you get super drunk or high around the campfire and go off the rails. And I yep. would bring a conspiracy theory or a philosophical concept in and kind of discuss that. Uh, so that's how the Campfire Chats was born. It was a evolution of a podcast into a way to just discuss things. Um, I love it. I love the concept mostly because I grew up in a summer camp and that was the best part of the night is the end of the night as people are dwindling and more people are going to sleep, more people are going to sleep. And then like, you're still awake, but you're like super fucked up. And then you start like talking about the stars and you start talking about like oneness and togetherness. And there's just this blackness, but there's the flicker of the light and you, you just start seeing people's faces, just parts of their faces and and that's all you're seeing and you're you're in this weird mental oneness and you start having those conversations so i really dig the concept of that and and that's a really great show if you're if you're not listening to that you're just a bad person um and then you had um you have the bull and moose tavern which yes. i'm i'm not as familiar with i haven't been on that show but let's let's talk about that from where the hell did that come from yeah, so uh, one of my guests on the Campfire Chats was a friend of mine, Aaron Ruby. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we had met through a friend, and it turned out we were both in the same fraternity, just at different colleges, and I brought him on to the Campfire Chats, and it got highly political. Sure. Um, me and Aaron come from different political backgrounds at this point. He is very much right-leaning where I am left-leaning. Um, oh, so he we sucks. <laughs> he doesn't suck the, this is kind of the point of it is that we figured out that like hey two people who disagree politically can still get along sure so we started a political podcast to kind of show that two people who disagree politically can get along and we talk about we very rarely talk about common of or current events. That's usually our first episode of the season. Mm -hmm. We do a single current event episode, and then we talk about a topic. So we've talked about the United States Constitution. We went through the Constitution in whole and talked about that. Our episode ju just came out on Friday. We did an alternate history. What if World War One didn't happen or happened differently? And we kind of discussed, you know, how everything we're seeing today is still side effects of the stupid decisions that were made after world war one uh, wow. in that episode um, this week we're going to get together and talk about prohibition and what the results of prohibition were in the united states so they're political topics but it's not really a current event show which i, I think like makes it, it nice because there's yeah. too many current event politics shows out there yeah, like uh, Critical Mass. What an awful show. Um, but no, in all seriousness, I like that. I think that that's really cool. And again, you know, you should really be tuned. You should really tune into both shows. They're both part of the DFAT Entertainment. Um, yes. So make sure you get on them. So let's do this um, because we're Critical Master on the campfire tonight. Um, let's talk. Toss something. Toss a. You say you, you we go off the rails, so you got a conspiracy or a philosophical question. 
give a give a give the audience something and let's 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 break it down. Do you All got right. anything? So let's go with uh I just started this book, Debt, and it's about debt. the five thousand year history of human debt and money. Sure. And I'm only like the first chapter in, but it's really starting to build upon some of the other books I've read recently. So I read this book, uh, 21 Lessons for the 21st Century and Homo Sapiens, which was by uh, anthropologist. And he talks a little bit about debt. And one of the big concepts that's coming out for me is money is completely fake. Yes. 100% fake. It's really something I'm exploring. It is such a human construct that has no purpose other than levels of control over us like it's insane how much debt a country can be in and not go to collections but you know especially in the united states if you get injured and have to go to the hospital without medical insurance your whole life could be destroyed yeah it could ruin everything But there's no real reason for it. We've just all agreed that money has a purpose. Yep. So. Like college debt. Someone could just hit a button. And delete it. And delete it. And it wouldn't even. I mean, it makes me think of that Rick and Morty line every time I start thinking about it. When Rick literally deletes the money of that one uh, alien society. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, protect me. And he goes, I'll do it for money. And it's like, like, we've all agreed to this social construct Mm -hmm. to keep us in line. And it's in mind expanding on all these social constructs, especially 21 lessons for the 21st century and uh homo sapiens uh or sapiens is just the name of the book Um, yeah i think my brother is reading sapiens it's Um, really good well Um, for you yeah really quick for you he has actually just done a version of the book as a comic book oh wow! it's meant for like teenagers to read who might not want to read a full book sure but uh someone of your intelligence level could also probably grasp the comic book speak in my language baby so there is a comic book version of Sapiens now. I may want to pick that up. Fantastic. Um, what I wanted to say, though, on the on the topic of money is we all know Elon Musk was on SNL. Did you catch any of that episode? I have not watched the Musk episode so, yet, but I saw he caused Dogecoin to like crash or something. Yeah, I loved it. Um, no. So I have this thing where... If I want to genuinely trash something without just being a bigot. So, for instance, when it comes to anime or like wrestling, I'm just a bigot about it because it's really funny to see the reactions of the people that love anime and love wrestling. I love just being like fucking wrestling stupid and you're stupid for liking it. But I've never really watched it. And I think to me that the reaction of people that when I say that I think is the best. But when it comes to things that I care about, like Saturday Night Live, before I trash Elon Musk and his appearance, I have to watch it. And then I feel I have every right to trash it <laughs> if, it, if it was bad. But I have to watch it first. So I did sit and it was difficult, but I watched it. Um, Elon Musk isn't funny. Um, they did a good job writing for him. Um, there were things that I that I did respect about him. A lot of stuff were made fun of at his expense. Um, in fact, he even addressed the fact that he once was anti-mask. Um, and it was really funny because it was a cowboy skit. And, you know, he's like, I know there was that one time that I said that we shouldn't wear masks in the bank robbery. And, um, you know, I did some more research and I found out that, you know, I was wrong. Uh, You should wear masks. Masks are are good for you. And it was great because he was speaking directly to the audience. And even though it was a cowboy themed sketch, you knew what he was saying. He was he was making fun of himself. And and I I really I I like that. I like when someone can do that. It does show that humility um, that they're not this perfect thing. 
Um, but what brings it up is what you said about money in that same sketch. They're like, we should rob a bank. And he goes, no, we should just make our own currency. And the one guy, one of the cowboys goes, you can't do that. You don't understand. Okay, money is real. I dig this shiny gold object out of the ground and I give it to someone for green pieces of paper. Okay? And that's what makes sense to me. <laughs> and what's great is it, it just it's nonsensical. It's nonsense. And I love that that's what was said in that sketch. You know, he said, let's make up currency. And then he explained our currency system, which is literally just made up. Well, Rocco, the very first thing I have to say to you before we continue on this topic is sure. Brother, let's meet in that squared circle and I will body slam you through a goddamn table. See, you sound great. I just, I can't do it. I, I can't do it with the rest. Like, I just. I don't do it anymore, but man, I loved that shit. Especially like the extreme stuff where they had baseball bats with barbed wire on it and they were oh hitting each other. God. It was, yeah. Um, but to that same money point. Yeah, like, so we've got cryptocurrency now, which is completely fake. Um, Musk said something about uh, Bitcoin today, which caused Bitcoin to drop like two grand in value for a little bit. Um, and, you know, in true uh, Bull and Moose Tavern podcast, I do have to take a moment and say, um, Elon Musk, if you're listening Please buy Rochester. Please improve Rochester. We have the infrastructure. We have employees here. Come here. We'll be your loyal subjects. We'll bow down in front of you and, you know, all get the musk chips in our head. <laughs> the musk chips. Improve our lives, man. Like, we'll all be musketeers. Every single one of us. Um, but that and then... Um, GameStop, what happened with the stock earlier this year was just completely fake artificial yes. pricing based on bets. And I think it is that our generation is starting to realize money is fake and doing some really weird things with money that's confusing the older generations that have been brought up thinking like, no, this shit is real. This paper that says in God we trust that has a serial number on it means something. And we're like, Dude, we're in so much debt because you didn't pay us well mm -hmm. and you made us go to college, then tell us to get a, a $7 an hour minimum wage job mm -hmm. at McDonald's with our mm -hmm. master degree that we know this money shit's fake. You know, you're hoarding it up at the top. Mm -hmm. We're not seeing it. So why not fuck around with money? Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's money is the weirdest concept. It's it's such a strange thing when we had you know bartering for so long um so you know uh, what so sapiens actually has a really good lesson on this that i took away on why money was formed and he's talking about bartering and he said early on you know we had this barter system and let's say you were an apple seller and mm. needed a new wheel for your cart you go to the wheel seller and say i'll offer you 25 barrels of apples for a new wheel well the wheel seller could not like apples so he doesn't think that's a good currency or maybe yesterday he took 30 barrels of apples but the apples he took yesterday were macintosh apples and you sell gala apples are they the same level sure well now you have to go sell you find out he likes oranges so you have to go to the orange seller to trade your apples for oranges so you have oranges to give to the wheel seller and what came out of that was money, currency. I can go sell my apple and get a silver coin, and now I can take that silver coin, and I know that my 25 bushels of apples is one silver coin, a wheel is one silver coin. But the value we give the silver coin is the nonsense. It's completely made up to appease a human society and the myths and legends we tell ourselves, but that is the purpose of it. Um, but I think for this, you'd really like Sapiens. And he talks about the same concepts around religion and stuff in that book, like how these things were made up to bring humans together. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I will have to check that out or at least the comic book for certain. 
Um, yes. But listen, I think that that was very true to form a conversation that I would definitely have around a campfire and how money doesn't really fucking mean anything. Um, but please give it to us because it doesn't mean anything. Um, you can send it to DFAT Entertainment, care of me at Critical Mass Podcast. Um, because we don't care about money, right? So just We don't care just, about it. We just we like having it. Just I send I, it over. I put it in poster frames and display it to show how great it looks. There you go. See, at this point, this is the part of the Critical Mass show where we pass around the collection plate. Um, so please give generously. When uh, we, we come... What? Go ahead. I was going to say, um, DFAT Entertainment takes a 20% tithing from all our listeners. So make sure that you are getting your 20% tithing into DFAT Entertainment. You have to. You must. Um, when we come back, everyone's favorite part of our show, fuck you. And we've got some juicy ones today. I do, especially if you've been following me on Facebook, I'm finally going to give you the dish on one of my posts so please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you miss hanging out at bars with a friend? Cream, cream ale. Do you miss those two friends of yours that would always end up drinking too much, leading to discussions about political philosophy? If so, then we have a podcast for you. When they nuked the Capitol, you know, that was bad. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jake. Join us at the tavern for a pint. A few laughs. And some nonsensical discussions. I will say neither of us are constitutional lawyers. <laughs> A political podcast for the unencumbered political mind. Search for the Bull and Moose Tavern on your favorite podcast streaming service today. We are back with Critical Mass around the campfire. I hope you've been enjoying the sultry voice of Jake and the sounds of the crickling, crackling campfire that we are sitting around this evening. However, we're going to get a little salty right now, and we're going to go ahead and we are going to talk about our fuck yous, everybody's favorite part of the show. I got a lot of problems with you people. So with that being said, um, Jake, please tell us. Tell us your fuck you today. All right. So I have one minor fuck you to Target Corporation, uh, only because today I noticed that my Emperor Pelpentine and Ben Solo Funko Pops that I ordered right when they were released did not get shipped to me. And I got put on the back order list for those two items. So did I. Fuck you, Target. Fuck you for that. I should have just gotten them. They still say they're coming in May. I hope they don't get canceled. Ben Solo's for the wife. Uh, yeah. But my real fuck you is to the concept of individualism. Um, I think this is a massive issue running across America that's been blown into us. This pull you up by your own bootstraps type shit. The fact that, like, I don't need to care about my neighbor because it's only me that matters. Like, half the reason socialist policies can't get released because it means it takes some money from a guy who has a couple billion dollars, Jeff Bezos, who doesn't pay taxes. Now, keep in mind, you hate Jeff Bezos because he owns the fake news Washington Post, but he's rich, so he shouldn't pay taxes because... Wait, what? I, I, do I like Jeff Bezos or not now? I'm confused. But my individualism says he should be allowed to be rich, even though I can't afford to put dinner on my table tonight because he'd have to pay taxes. I'm pulling myself up by my bootstraps over here. So fuck individualism. It's not a true policy. We used to live in communities. You got to understand communities important. And in this globalized world, sometimes community means taxes. Sometimes community means helping a neighbor out. Let's bring community back. Come on, let's bring in the back the Italian household that had grandma, your uncle, his kids, your mom, her kids, all living in a house that should have really only housed like three people. Well, uh, no, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly and 100%. These people that that have this idea of, yeah, you know, I'll just pull myself up and I'll just make something of myself. I mean, yeah, I'm on welfare, but it's just for now until I find a job. 
And then they but get a job. shouldn't and... have welfare. No, no. I deserve it, but they don't. Well, that's the point, is they get welfare, they get off of welfare, they get a job, and then they shit on people that were on welfare. And it's like, you weren't you on welfare? Like, before you got the job? And now you're shitting on people for being on welfare? Like, bro, which is it? Like, which one is it? And what business of, of it is, is it of yours how much welfare that they're getting? Honestly. Yeah, and to to that same point, the people who praise individualism don't call it that, but they're the same people that are like, well, yeah, those people shouldn't have rights because it offends me that they have rights. And since I'm an individual and I'm important, I can prevent them from having rights. Yes. No. No. We're a community. And guess what? Social structures change over time. This is the same people to the people that are like, I don't like masks. Why wear a mask? It's not just about you. It's about the people around you as well. Same thing with vaccines. It's about the people around you. Yeah, you may not get sick from it, but if you get it, you might pass it to someone who will get sick from it, who hasn't had a chance to get a vaccine yet. And it's this crazy idea of individualism and everything's about me, not my community. That is the issue. I mean, exactly. I mean, you hit the nail on the head with masks and vaccines. It's, it's about more than you. So stop making it about you. It's not about you. Like, get out. Just get out of your get out of your own. Like, just stop. I I don't I don't know. I but th- thank you, Jake, for sharing that tonight. Um, I agree. I agree with with all your fuck yous. And I'm also on that back order. Um, I got Ray with the two lightsabers and the Ooh. lightning against the lightsabers, and I got put on back order. It still says May, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm hoping that my uh, Tony Stark um, Thor crossover one I ordered, which is like Iron Man holding Mjolnir with thunder coming out of it and glow in the dark, doesn't get back ordered as well. I freaking hope not, man. Jeez. Well, my fuck you is about consumerism as well. Um, It's to this situation I dealt with. So some of you saw a post that I had posted that said Ridgemont Wegmans learned today. And and they did. And if there's someone in the world that is in retail and customer service, the last person you want to fuck with is me. Because if you are wrong, then all of my actions henceforth are spite. And I will continue until I get my way. And and I did. Um, and it's only if you're wrong, if, if you're right and I'm wrong, I will leave with my tail tucked between my legs and that's fine. That's normal. That's how normal, that's how normal people should act when I go, Oh shit, I'm wrong. I want, I'm gonna get the fuck out of that store as fast as possible. Cause I'm not stupid and I've been in retail. I'm not going to make these li- these people's lives miserable when I'm the one that's wrong, I'm wrong by, and I've done it before. I have been in situations where I thought I was right. I ended up being wrong. I apologize to everyone. And I just bounce because at that point, all I was doing was wasting their time. And it's not fair, but this is a different situation. So I'm at a Wegmans. This is the Ridgemont Wegmans. Okay. In Greece. I'm going through, I'm looking for beer. I wanted a good beer though. I don't drink so much anymore. So I don't buy like the 24 packs or the 30 packs. I get like the four packs of like the good stuff, the really, really good stuff. And I'm fine with that. It takes me a week to drink four of them and I'm good with that. So I see this three heads brewery, uh, mind blender. It's delicious. It's a strawberry. What I'm going to read it to you. Strawberry pina colada daiquiri. And it's a sour. And I, I just thanks to our buddy LJ. Thank you, LJ. Uh, he turned me on to sours. I love it. I'm drinking it right now. So I go to the store. I see it sitting there. And, you know, Wegmans has a little yellow labels, you know, with the price. It's a very simple thing. You read it. it tells you what the price is. So it says Three Heads Brewery Seasonal, and then it says ten ninety. It says um, ten ninety nine. 
So I'm like, oh, this is this is fantastic. This is a great deal. So I grab it and I bring it to the front. Well, I boop it on the booper, the the self booper, and I go boop, and I got my daughter with me, mind you. I do the boop, and uh, it comes up thirteen ninety nine. That's not right. That's not what the sign said. So I called the lady over and she came over. I said, hi, I'm not trying to be a pain in your ass, but uh, this said 1099 on the thing, but it, it booped at 1399. So she looks at it. She goes, hmm, I don't know. I'll have to call someone to do a price check. I said, well, then it's fine. I got time. I'll wait. So it took 10 minutes. I counted them. 10 minutes for someone to get to the register. This poor girl kept apologizing to me. I'm really sorry. I don't know what's going on. She's walkie talking and she had the guy at the express checkout that stands right next to the, the self checkout. She had him hit his light, hit your light, please. So they'll see it. And still nobody came. This manager came, fake tan, blonde hair. She walks over. She said, well, what can I do for you? And she seemed very disinterested. I told her. So she said, well, let me call my beer guy. Will you call your beer guy? She calls her beer guy. They're on the phone, and I'm standing right there, and she tells him the situation. But then I can't hear him, but she continues to repeat was it 1099 or 1399? Was it 1099 or 1399? Was it 1099 or 1399? Which one is it? Is it 1099 or 1399? She kept repeating it. And I'm like standing there like, what the fuck? Like, I, it, it isn't a question. I know what I saw. I'm not crazy. She hangs up and goes, he said it's 1399. So um, that's what we're going to charge you. I'm like, you know what? Let's you and I walk back there and take a look. She looks at me and says, I don't have time to do that. So do you want me to just void it from your order? You are Wegmans. You are at the, the top of customer service. This is shit in comparison to what it is that you give in customer service. So I said, $3. Over, over $3. $3. Yeah. So... She voids it. I say, you void it, and I'm going to go figure this out myself. So it's unbooped, and I grab my daughter by the hand. I say, let's go. And I said, I look at my daughter. I say, you're not going to ask any questions, but I'm going to explain to you everything that happened when we get in the car. Don't ask any questions, though. So my daughter said, okay. So we're marching. We get down there. I took a photo of this. Someone pulled the label off, the one that said 1099, and put in a handwritten note that said 1399. Handwritten. That means whoever she was talking to on the phone did that in the time. Would have would have produced that within that time period. So now, Jake, they think I'm stupid. And you know me, I don't deal well with that. <clears throat> I don't deal well with that at all. So I took a photo. I went to the service desk. I told the guy and I showed him the photo. He was appalled. He told me to go get it and he would give me the price that I that I saw. And and we did that and we left. $3. $3, Jake. So it continues. So I'm like, this is ridiculous. It was bothering me. So I get home. Now, my wife, she has gotten bad vegetables from Wegmans before. It happens rarely. But when it does happen, what I love is that you can complain and they will send you a gift card for those vegetables to replace them. And they do that very well. And, and we go back and we replace the vegetables. And guess what? They're fresh. They're great. It's fine. It's, it's wonderful. There's, there's, it's, it's go to Wegmans. You should, I love Wegmans. You should always go to Wegmans. But that's not the point of the story. So anyway, I go home. This is bothering me. 
So I tell you, what is the email address that you use when you do these things? So she said, well, it's actually part of their website. So she sends me the link. I go in there. I write a scathing email. You go to Wegmans for two reasons. The quality of their products and the experience of their customer service. That is why you go. If I wanted to be treated like shit and have a shitty experience, I'd go to Tops. There's one down the road. I'll go to Tops to be treated like shit. I would expect that at a Tops. Okay? Or a Price Chopper. Or a Walmart. Especially a Walmart. You go to a Walmart, you're looking for customer service. What are you doing? You're stupid. Okay? I go to a Wegmans because I want the customer service and I want the high, um, the, the high-ranking products. That's why I go. I was not getting those things. So I put that in the email and I told them exactly the story that I told you in the email. Done. The next day I get a phone call from a number I don't recognize. I answer it. Is this Rocco? It depends on who's asking. <laughs> this is the general manager of Wegmans at Ridgemont. I said, then it is him. Thank you. What can I do for you today? So she asks me to tell her what happened. I tell her what happened. She was livid. She was livid. She said, it's $3. I don't understand. She should have just given you the price right there at the register. That is not how we train. We train that if it's such a small fraction yeah, as it was, nothing. to just give it. Just give it to them. That's it. And I tried to explain that I'm not a de I'm not destitute. Three dollars is not gonna put me and my family on the street. It's the principle of the thing. You shouldn't have told me you were too busy. You should have gone back there with me. You should have just believed me. For three dollars, you should have just believed me. Yeah, and you said she, it was a dollar. Don't believe me. But it was yeah, three dollars less. Exactly. So. She confirmed that the real price is thirteen ninety nine, but that was not the price that was listed. It was listed at ten ninety nine, and so I was right. She is sorry, and she said, "I know you didn't ask for anything, but we will leave you a nice large gift card at the service desk." So I have a very nice large gift card waiting for me at the service desk, which I was very appreciative of, um, and honestly. I would have been okay without the gift card. The phone call from their management um, was pretty fantastic. It was actually extremely fantastic um, to have a man, a general manager from a store actually call you. I think she was the general manager. She was high ranking, but she was from that store specifically. And that keeps me as a Wegman shopper. Fuck you. To that one lady that came to the register and told me she didn't have enough time. Bitch, find another fucking job. Okay? Because obviously you're not cut out for this work. But I will leave the audience on the last piece of this story. Before your last piece of the story. Please. Please, I, Jake. I got a recommendation for you. I no longer buy beer at Wegmans. Well, I, I will for every now and then. But especially, I'm in the same boat. Beer sometimes triggers migraines for me, so I dry by a little bit, you know, a, a bottle or four. Yeah. If you've never been there, you have to go to AJ's Beer Warehouse on Clay Road in Henrietta. It's like a smaller version of Beers of the World, but almost everything's in a cooler. You can buy everything in single bottle. They have a great selection, and because it's smaller, it's all fresh. It's not like Beers of the World where you're, like, dusting off the top of it like yeah. Indiana Jones and being like, oh, oh, this is from the 1998 collection of Budweiser. Yeah. So check out AJ's Beer Warehouse. I, I think me. I think I might. Yes, I, I like, like the it. idea. Yeah. It's a little yellow shack off Clay Road. Okay. All right. So. I will Google it and I will find it. Um, but the, the final part of this is fast forward to this week. I went to a different Wegmans and I was shopping for completely something else. And I'm shopping. I like to peruse the beer, though. Don't I find the same beer? But at this Wegmans, it's marked at 7 dollars 
Still says three heads brewing seasonal. All of them in the same shelf. The yellow price tag. It's all legit. I'm not making this up. So I say, fuck it. Different Wegmans, let's see what happens. So I grab it. <clears throat> I go to the booper. I boop it. Sure enough, $13.99. Young woman walks over. I explain to her that this is marked at $7.99. This is not marked at $13.99. I do not want to pay $13.99. I want to pay what is posted there, which is $7.99. She goes, hang on, no problem. Calls over one of the, the, the front end managers. He comes over. I tell him the same thing. He says, please give me one moment. He walks all the way back to the beer section. I wait. He walks all the way back to the boopers. And he says, smart 789. Gives me the deal. Gives me the price. Tells me to have a great day. Thanks for bringing it to his attention. They'll get that price tag changed. They did. And I left with that beer at $7.99. Now, if you want to take a lesson for how you should treat your customers, it's right there. He honored the price that was there. He didn't make me feel crazy. And he told me, yeah, he saw the same thing. He then said that they will now change that price. So my expectation when going into the store is if I want this beer, it's $13.99. And I'm okay with that. That's how that works. And that's the end of my story. Bravo. Thank you. Thank you. So fuck you to that one woman. Jesus Christ. If you you first of all, you're working at Wegmans. That's great. That's great. You're doing good. Okay? Jesus. Um, Jake. I want to thank you so much for being with us today. We appreciate you. Well, thank you for Absolutely. Um, please come on again. Um, we just, I just hope that next time Dan shows up, he's got COVID, I guess. Um, and he couldn't make it. Um, but yeah, man. Maybe I should invite both of you to the campfire next time. I've had you. Maybe I bring Dan to the campfire as well. And we have a nice little three-person campfire. I love, I love the idea. I think it's a fantastic idea. Um, with that being said, though, plug, 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 Jake, plug quick. All right. So, uh, campfire chats available on Spotify. Part of DFAT Entertainment. The Bull and Moose Tavern podcast available on Spotify. DFAT Entertainment. Finally, just because I just hosted an episode, me and Rocco are both Star Warriors. We had a live show on May the fourth keep an eye out we've got some great episodes coming i've got some that i want to host coming up and things are going to be great with the star warriors as well hell yes make sure that you are listening to everything on dfat make sure that you are listening to towel light talk you are listening to insensitive culture you are listening to star warriors just type in dfat entertainment Listen to them all, turn the knob to 11, and rip the fucking knob off. With that being said, Dan would say, party on, Wayne. And I would say, hey, everyone, try not to kill each other. Thanks, y'all. Bye. They come from butts.